Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Reichel, and this is the Betting Barrier Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, the Bay Area's number one sports podcast network. The only place of the show for every team in the Bay Area and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in your favorite directory, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Rice Shell Radio. On this week's show, we're going to be talking about the San Francisco Giants and their upcoming baseball games over the next week from a betting perspective. But before we actually do that, can I have a quick word from our sponsor. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Welcome back, everyone, to the Ben and Maria podcast. For one break, we discuss the plan for the show. Once again, talk about the Giants and their upcoming games over the next week from a betting perspective. But forward to that, got to recap what happened last week, both for us and for the Giants. Overall, a pretty bad week for the Giants and a mediocre week for us. Starting off with the bad news, the Giants did lose the game on Thursday to the Reds in the series finale. Then on top of it, they got swept by the Nationals on the road. And then they ended up losing the standalone makeup game against Detroit, but they did win the the two games against Oakland. So overall for the episode, we did not think the Giants would get swept against the Nationals. However, we did actually have the Nationals to avoid the sweep by winning on Sunday. So we got that right. Then we did think that the Giants would lose on Monday against Detroit because of a really bad scheduling spot. We got that part right. And then we thought that they would fare well against the Athletics, and they won both of those games. So overall, decent episode for us. But once again, the Giants were in the middle of a six-game losing streak, and then they ended up snapping it, facing off against Oakland. So as of right now, the Giants have been a pretty solid team, once again, at 56-47, and but it does seem like they are still going to be plagued by some streakiness throughout the rest of the way, and hopefully you get more positive runs than negative runs. But the point is, not a great week for the Giants. Hopefully they'll be able to snap back on track and hopefully the series against Oakland at home helped them get back into the swing of things. But anyway, time to get into the actual uh, matchups for the following week. Starting off with the game plan, you have three home games against the Red Sox, followed by four home games against the Dimebacks. Pretty big series there. And that is going to culminate the episode. So only two opponents to talk about. Uh, there is no game on Thursday because there is a day off. So the Giants are going to have three games against the Red Sox, which officially ends uh, the series on Sunday. And then we got four games once again against the Dimebacks at home. But a reminder that we're only going to be covering the first three games of that series because the fourth game is going to be on Thursday, and we'll save that for the next episode. But anyway, point is, for most of these matchups, we do have starting pitchers for both teams. A couple of exceptions, though. There are two that I have listed, the Sunday game against the Red Sox and the Tuesday game against the Dimebacks. I only have one pitcher listed, so we're going to have to deal with it, but we have most of the information available. So anyway, time to get the show on the road. Starting off with the Friday game, you have a home matchup against the Red Sox with Logan Webb taking on Crawford, and Webb had been very good in the last couple of months, and then he got absolutely destroyed by the Nationals in his last outing. Did not even reach two innings. He only went one and a third. Five hits allowed, six earned runs. 
not good. So that I'm hoping that was a bit of a fluke and he'll be able to get back on track on this one. His home numbers are still incredible. And I'm hoping that his bad performance was due to the home road splits. But Webb this season at home, 62 and a third innings pitched, a 2.02 ERA. I'm assuming he'll get back on track. Now, the Red Sox have been a pretty good team lately, as the Red Sox are eight games over, and they are fighting for a playoff spot. But Crawford is not one of their better starting pitchers, ERA north of four. And to look at his last couple of outings, he has been kind of a mixed bag because he uh, ended up going six innings, four runs against the White Sox, five and two-thirds, two earned against the Blue Jays. Four innings, three earned against the Rangers, six innings, no runs against the Cubs, and four innings, four earned against the Mets. So he's been really, really streaky in terms of hit-miss, hit-miss, based on quality of start, and I guess that means he's in line for a decent showing here. Having said that, I do think there's some value on Logan Webb because of how good he is at home and because of the fact that the Giants have been a really solid team at home this season. And when you're looking at the Giants' record, they are 28-22. and 22. At home, while the Red Sox are 25 and 24, still decent on the road, once again, above 500, but not amazing by any means. But with Webb taking on Crawford, I got to at least acknowledge the significant starting pitching advantage for the Giants. And I think you'll probably see the Giants as a slight home favorite here. So give me the Giants to get the job done here in the Friday night game. Now, moving on to the Saturday game, you have Di Scalfani taking on Paxton. I'm not going to spend much time on this one. I will take the Red Sox on Saturday. Simply put, Paxton's actually been pretty good this year. 3.46 ERA, 6-2 and two record, but if you want to go through the last couple of starts, he had one bad start against the Cubs, but besides that, he's been basically nails for a while. Uh, to read off the starts here for Paxton, uh, yeah, he goes back a long way. So to go through the good ones, five innings, one run, seven innings, two runs, six innings, no runs, six and a third, three runs, four innings, one run, uh, seven and two thirds, no runs, six innings, two runs, three innings, six runs, and six innings, two earned. So he's had one bad start in basically a month and a half or two months, give or take. And I do think he's in line to pitch well once again in this outing especially since you're looking at the home road numbers the road numbers are not as good full disclosure 4.38 era however if you want to actually look at the uh, night game numbers for paxton he has been pretty good so i do think he could be in line for a decent showing here it's a little bit tricky because it is technically a night game on the east coast but it is going to be a west coast game so i guess it's an afternoon game but as a night game numbers seven uh sorry uh he has a two point 7-7 ERA and 52 innings pitched. But Paxton overall has been pretty good so far this season. DiScofani has not been 4.88 ERA, and you're looking at the problems he runs into, and he gives up a lot of home runs. 15 home runs allowed. Last couple of starts, he's been consistently bad. Four and a third, four runs against the Nationals. Two innings, four runs against the Reds. Three innings, three earned against the Mets. I can't really trust him. He's allowed at least one home run each of the last three. He's allowed six home runs in the last three games combined. I think he probably gets shelled here, and I do think that Paxton can do enough to limit the damage and put the Red Sox in a good position to win. So give me the Red Sox get the job done here in the Saturday game, and I will continue to fade Di Scalfani because I really don't think he's that good at pitching. But anyway, moving into the actual third game of this set, you have an interesting matchup because of the fact that you end up having one listed pitcher. You have Stripling, who's on the mound against Undecided, and I think I'm going to fade Stripling in this matchup. Once again, the Giants are not in great form. The Red Sox have been playing better baseball lately, 
And I know Stripling has kind of gone some length recently, and he's had mixed performances. Six innings, three runs against the Tigers. Didn't give up 10 hits, but he only gave up three earned. Start before that, six innings, three earned against the Reds. Start before that, four and two-thirds, two runs against the Pirates, and three and two-thirds, two runs against the Rockies. But the Giants have really not fared well. Whenever Stripling has appeared in a game, the Giants are currently one and five straight up in Stripling's appearances, and I think he's in line to struggle once again against a very underrated Boston lineup. Plus, Stripling at home this season, 20 and a third innings pitched, a 7.97 ERA. Simply put, I don't trust him. I don't think Stripling's any good, and I do think even though he has been better lately and he's gone some length, Six innings, ten hits allowed means he was definitely dancing in and out of trouble, and it's not how you want to live against Boston. So for me, I'm going to go with the Red Sox to get the job done and to win this series two games to one. But moving on to the start of the most important series of the week, you have a four-game set against the Dimebacks, and the first game you have Cobb taking on Kelly. Once again, this is a home series for the Giants, but to look at the actual head-to-head matchups of the season, the Dimebacks are currently ahead 4-3. to three. It has been very, very close. 4-3 to three obviously tells you it's close, but the point is these teams are pretty even since they're separated by basically one game on the standings. But the point is you want to look at the pitching matchup here, you have Kelly taking on Cobb. Kelly this season been quietly solid, 3.12 ERA. Feels like Gallon's gotten all the hype, but once again, Kelly has been pretty solid in his own right. And he's been decent lately. However, he did get shelled against the Giants two starts ago back in late June. Did go five innings, ten hits allowed, seven runs, five earned. So the Giants did shell him earlier, so that could be a way of interpreting the start being a negative one for uh, Kelly if history repeats itself. Meanwhile, you have Cobb, who has been pretty good lately, and he had one bad start against the Reds back on the 20th, but for the most part, he's been solid, and to go through the starts there, six innings, no runs against the Athletics, four and a third, five runs against the Reds, that was the bad start, six innings, one run against the Pirates, six innings, no runs against the Mariners, five innings, two runs against the Mets, four innings, two runs against the Cardinals, and that basically wraps it up. But if you want to go through the recent win-loss record for the Giants with Cobb on the mound, the Giants have done really, really well. The Giants have won seven of his last eight starts, and if you want to even date back further than that, it's once again really, really good. I said they've won seven of eight. But if you go even further back, you'll see that they actually have won 11 of 13. So they have done really well whenever Cobb has pitched. And once again, Kelly did get shelled by the same team about a month ago or less than a month ago. So even though I do acknowledge that Kelly is a solid pitcher in general, I do think there's some value on the Giants. Not like Arizona's been playing good baseball either. So you can argue that the slams, the uh, slums can't sell each other out. But I do think that when you're looking at how these pitchers match up, Cobb has been really, really good at home, and I do think he's in line to get the win here. So I will go with the Giants to get the job done in the series opener. To mention Cobb's home numbers, by the way, once again, they are insane. 49 and two-thirds innings pitched a 1.09 ERA. I think he pitches well, and I think the Giants get the job done. Now, moving on to the second game in the series. This is the tricky one because we only have one pitcher. We have Gallon, who's listed for the Diamondbacks against nobody. And Gallon has a bit of an interesting spot here because he, of course, was a serious contender for the Cy Young. 
And then recently he's kind of been struggling. Five innings, three runs against the Blue Jays. Seven innings, three runs against the Braves. And he also ended up pitching against the Cardinals. And he was not very good in that outing. So to go through Gallon's numbers in that start, Gallon ended up going six and a third and gave up five earned as the Diamondbacks lost that game 11 to seven. So Gallon has been struggling for the last couple of outings. And I do think once again, he could be vulnerable in this start, especially since Gallon has been a lot better at home than on the road. So his home numbers this season have been really good. His ERA is below two. However, his ERA on the road in 63 and a third innings is 4.97. So he has been hit or miss. He was very good against the Giants earlier this year, though. Seven and two thirds, two runs allowed. But I do think based on recent form, Gallon might be a bit overvalued. I'm curious if he will be a road favorite in this game. But I do think once again, with Gallon's recent form, I'm actually going to fade him. I think you're going to get a decent price here with the Giants. And I do think that Gallon went from serious scion candidate to being uh, demoted to dark horse candidate because I really don't think, based on his current performances, he's got much left in the tank to make a serious Cy Young push. So I'm going to stay away from Gallon for the near future. And moving into the final game for the episode, the second-to-last game in this four-game set, you have Webb pitching once again against Henry, and this will be a night game uh, starting at 645 Pacific. But you have Henry, and to go through his numbers, he has been a bit of a... I'd say a decent pitcher this season, but recently not great. Four and a third, four runs, three earned against the Reds, four and a third, three runs against the Blue Jays. And the common theme in those two starts, they were on the road, and that has been a problem for Henry. So he has a 4.01 ERA in general, but his ERA on the road is 5.05. So I have concerns about his performance here. He did face the Giants this season, did pitch well, six and two thirds, two runs allowed. But I do think, once again, with his ERA being north of five on the road and with his recent struggles, I do have faith in Logan Webb to pitch well, and I do think that Webb should be able to pitch well against a team that has been solid offensively all season long, but has been definitely regressing as the season has gone on. So I do think that even though Arizona is a borderline playoff team, they have been leaving a lot to be desired lately, and I really don't trust them because of it. Now, Webb has made two starts against the Dimebacks of the season, 14 innings and a 2.57 ERA. So he has done his part against this lineup before, and I think he'll do it again. Give me Logan Webb to get the job done in the final game of, the, of this episode, taking place on Wednesday. But once again, to do the wrap-up here, for each game. I'm going to go with the Giants in the Friday game against the Red Sox. I'm going to go with the Red Sox in the Saturday game against Di Scalfani. I'm going to go with the Red Sox again on Sunday, as I'm just going to fade stripling. As for Monday, I'm going to go with Cobb against Kelly. I do think, once again, Kelly can pitch relatively well, but Cobb has been so good at home, I really can't go against him. I would lean to the under in that game, assuming it's not 7.5. I think you'll see a low-scoring game, 3-2 type score. Uh, to go through the Tuesday game, I'm actually going to fade Gallon. Uh, there is no listed pitcher for the Giants, but Gallon has not been in good form, so I'm going to fade him. And for the last pick, uh, game of the episode, I'm going to go with Logan Webb to get the job done against Henry. But that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Benabria Podcast. We're back once again next week. Do the same thing going through the Giants' upcoming schedule. Find me on Twitter at Show Radio. Until next time, though, good luck to all of you and all of your bets. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to Believe. 
You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.